Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, fellow DJs, do you want to own a piece of a premium sports book and casino? Well, Moonbet gives you the chance just by holding their MBet crypto tokens. You can buy those tokens right now over at bitforex.com. You can also join the Moonbet ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org. Use the link in the description so that they know you're a true DGEN. Eclipse the competition and make some money with Moonbet. You fools. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday night, which means I'm talking with the Sex Panther and Chubby Zebra. What's going on, Panther? Well, much to my prediction and chagrin, last week didn't fare well for me, and I'm sure Chubby Zebra's licking his chops to go at me. He's been riding my ass all week about how bad I was last week. So, Chubby Zebra, just let me have it. Get it out. Just get it out of your system. I know it was bad. I just don't know how bad it was. Did anybody keep track of the records? Uh, ATS Panther went two and nine. Ooh, that's not a way to keep the lights on. That's for sure. No, it was a tough one. It was a tough week. Uh, Zebra, you went six and four. ATS, I went four and six. So Zebra's got the crown right now. He's got the crown. You know, it, like I said last week, though, I'm not making excuses, but I am making excuses. Early betting is hard, like especially yeah. coming off the pandemic. We didn't have the fans. We didn't have – we've got a lot of quarterbacks that are gone into the NFL. Like last week was really hard. But the one – I'll lose them all. I don't even give a shit. The one that pisses me off the most, and Zebra even knows, he went to, he went to bed conceding the Notre Dame game, yeah. and they shit the bed. That's right. Fucking asshole shit the bed. We had a little group chat going on during that Notre Dame game, and Zebra did say, you know, screw it, I'm going to bed, Notre Dame covers. And then he, he woke up to a win. <laughs> that turned a 5-5 five and five into a 6-4. and four, There it is. is beautiful. <laughs> Fucking Irish. God damn it. I don't know how I get duped every year into believing them. <sighs> well, again, we got a, a list of games you guys sent me. I've got a few of my own, so we need to get to work right now. First up, Kansas is going to Coastal Carolina. Kansas got their one win, Panther. I don't think they're going to get very many others. <laughs> You're looking at KU minus 26, or excuse me, Coastal Carolina minus 26 and a half. 
yeah, they got their one win, and we we probably still could have won that one by taking the opponent because Kansas was actually favored. God, how the hell that ever happened? Yeah, I don't know. But, they didn't cover. Yeah. Coastal Carolina, you know, that was our little darling, our Cinderella from last year. It was a great story, and it got them ranked this year, and they moved up real quick uh, off of their beat down in week one. Um, and then they're staring at, you know, quote unquote, a power five opponent in Kansas <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that kind of put them on the radar last year. They went into Lawrence and beat KU last year. I think it's a no doubter that they beat KU this year at home. What, what's got me eating the chalk here is Coastal Carolina is their backs against the wall. Like everybody knows who they are, but there's really nowhere for them to go. So they're going to have to get those style points. They're going to have to run up the score if given an opportunity. I think the Jayhawks do give them that opportunity. So I'm banking on Coastal Carolina, the Chanteliers, to run up the score and cover this thing. 20 bucks on the Chanteliers. All right, Zebra, what do you got? That is a big box of chalk you're chewing down there. I hope you've got a lot of water to wash that down with. Um, no play from me. If anything, I'd lean Jayhawks. I don't know why. I just can't see three. T- well, I- I'd lean Kansas, but but I'm not touching that one. So enjoy your chalk. Um, hope it hope it works out for you. <laughs> I'm gonna lean Coastal Carolina in this one. It, I don't know. It seems like a touch too many points. The- I wouldn't be surprised if KU can bumble into a backdoor cover somehow in this one. Uh, uh, Yeah, I can't talk myself into it. Lean Coastal Carolina minus the points, and probably lean under that 52. Yeah, I think we're looking at the under. Like, do we really expect Kansas to put up, what, they're going to need to put up like 17 to 20 points? I just, that's not who they are, so I'll lean the under as well. Yeah. All right. Zebra, unless you got something on the total, we're moving on. No, I'm going to go ahead. That's, I'm not going to – I'm done with that game. not going to watch it. Don't care what happens. <laughs> We're talking about more than – you know. there's three of us talking about it, and there's not that many people are going to watch it. Uh, UAB at Georgia next. Uh, Panther, I don't know what you need, but I can get you Bulldogs minus 24.5 or minus 24. Uh, I'm going to want the 24.5 because I'm going to take the dog here. Um, you know, Georgia – did not show anything offensively last week. And I don't know if we want to give Clemson that much credit for their defense, but I'm a, I'm a points guy. So that Clemson Georgia game was just horrible for me as far as college football goes. There's probably some people out there that like defensive struggles. And that was a defensive battle between those two heavyweights. I think you're going to see a lot of the same this week. A lot of people that don't pay attention to Alabama, Birmingham, this is a really, really good defensive team. I don't think there's going to be a ton of scoring. It's going to be a premium. There's no doubt in my mind Georgia wins. They get the recruits. They get the four- and five-star athletes. They're going to win this game. I just don't think they cover the 24-and-a-half. So I'm going to take Alabama-Birmingham with the 24-and-a-half, and I'm also looking at that total of 46 with these two defenses. I don't think they get there. I'm uh, going to bet the under – 46 as well 45 is 45 now i can't get you 46 anywhere vegas agrees okay uh good good combination bet there if you're going to take the points you might as well take the under i'm not going to play this game um 
Last week was a Kirby Smart special when no big games. He likes to get very conservative and try to win games with his defense. This isn't a big game. This isn't an SEC game. This is the kind of game that he likes to try to showcase his offense. So I could see Georgia actually covering this total, but I, I'm, I'm not, a, not a player in this game. Yeah, I'm leaning Georgia in this one. I do think they can probably cover that 24 and a half. Ah, that number, uh, 45. I'm going to go over. I think Georgia starts to wake up and play some football. I'm going to lean the over in that one. They can't. Everybody just, everybody just disagrees with Panther. Whatever I say, <laughs> just, just, just disagrees with me. Well, two and nine, if you just fade that, you're, you're eating filet mignon. That's true. <laughs> let that just sit there. Air Force is going to Navy. Uh, Panther, you're looking at Air Force minus six, if that's the way you're going with it. You know, that is where I'm going with it. I'm looking at the Navy here, and the Academy hasn't gotten to double digits in each of their last four games. Like, this is a team, we all know about Navy's wishbone and how they run, and I, I think the, the earth might implode if they threw the ball more than six times in a game. That they bank everything on the run. Both these teams really do. Air Force throws a little bit more than Navy, but Navy just can't score. Air Force has been much better over the last couple seasons. Last year's game, the six points kind of throws me off because last year's game was like three touchdowns. I think Air Force rolls here. I love the Academy. Well, the Air Force Academy. So give me the Falcons minus the six. All right. 20 bucks. Yeah. All right. Zebra. This is a game I looked at um, and I like. Uh, this game has been moved up on the schedule uh, to 9-11 as a tribute to you know our, our armed forces that for 9-11 for all they've done for the last 20 years since. Uh, obviously, these teams have similar offensive schemes, which should help the defense on each team. Air Force's defense is much better. I actually think Air Force could be a factor in the Mountain West this year. I don't think they're going to win it, but I think they could be a factor in, in the outcome of who does win it. Uh, as Panther said, Navy has scored 20 points in their last four games, and they are averaging 3.8 yards per play. Not per, per completion, not per rush, per play. 3.8, which is horrible. I like the total under when it opened at 45, but it's gotten down to like 40 and a half, and I, I can't touch that. But I will take the Air Force minus the six for a unit. So put 20 on Air Force minus six for me. Oh, man. We got a kiss of death. The 0 and 1 kiss of death here. <laughs> I like the Air Force, too. I wanted to put 20 bucks on the six. And now you've got me all pumped up, Zebra. 20 points a game, Navy's scored? You said 20 points total in their no, last 20 oh, points total, 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 man, that 40 and a half just seems a little too low to me. I, I agree. It was an underplay, but I think it's over an overplay now. So I'm going to put 20 bucks on the over air force rolls. Let me give you, let me give you a little bit of a, a tidbit and, and history doesn't, you know, foreshadow right. future results, but the under is 38, nine and one all time with these two. Oh, well, there you go. I just lost my bet. I already locked it in. Under. And some of the players that played in some of those games are now 70. <laughs> so are my dead. <laughs> it was so, back before the Ford. Does it really well, matter just, what happened in 1960? I was going to say it was back before the uh, invent of the Ford Pass, but they still don't throw the Ford Pass, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> 
All right, we are moving on. Temple versus Akron. Uh, Panther, it's Temple minus seven or minus six and a half. I don't know what you want. You know, that this is two of the worst teams in all of college football, but Akron is way worse. They've lost 21 of their last 23 by double digits. Temple, even though they got rolled last week, actually was within 100 yards of their opponent. They just... I think they can close the deal. This thing has shifted so much. There's a ton of money on Temple. Um, I'm fully expecting Zebra to disagree with me here, but I am going to lay that touchdown. Give me the Owls minus the seven. I'll do six and a half for you. I'll look out for you. Bad football team versus bad football team equals bad bet. I don't care which side you're on or I'm on on this one. I picked the wrong one, so no play for me. Good luck. I hope you watch this one and 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 enjoy. Are you going to be able to find this one on TV? <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I disagree with you, Panther. I think this looks like a really close game. Just a just a clusterfuck of a game. I want to take Akron plus the points plus the seven. I'll, I'll make a bad bet here. Give me Akron plus seven points. There you go. All right. The total. I mean, it's 53. We're not touching this one, are we? No, no, not no. All right, we got Buffalo versus Nebraska next up. Uh, the Mighty Cornhuskers are minus 14 points. Yeah, when I wrote this down, it was 13 and a half. Now it's 14. I've done a little bit more research since I posted my list of games. You know, it's pretty easy to fade Nebraska and Scott Frost and Adrian Gonzalez almost every single game. But there's just something telling me that I might be on the wrong side of this one with Buffalo. I wanted to bet Buffalo, but I'm going to have to back off and make this a lean on Buffalo. I'm, I'm a little nervous that Nebraska might get this done, so it's just going to be a lean for me on the Bulls. Uh, the only lean on this game as I have is that, that I lean that there's no way in hell I'll watch it. So <laughs> that's enough with that one. Yeah, I'll lean Buffalo with you, Panther. I couldn't get to a side on this one. I'll lean slightly, slightly on the over 54 and a half, but I don't know. I don't like this game at all. All right. We are moving on. We are looking at South Alabama Bowling Green. South Alabama on the road, minus 14, Panther. Now, this is another one of those situations where I'm not actually betting on a team. I'm betting against a team. You know, we talked about Akron being in the MAC and how bad they are. I I look forward to Akron playing Bowling Green. Like, I actually might want to watch that game because it's going to be so horrible. Uh, I fully expect Bowling Green to just shit the bed like they did last week against Tennessee. I think South Alabama rolls. I'm going to eat those 14 and a half. Is it 14 or 14 and a half? 14 flat. 14 flat, even better. All right, give me South Alabama minus 14. Where do you come up with these? I, I'd love, love to be sitting there when you come up with these games that you're going to play because it's just mind-boggling. As it pertains to that Bowling Green-Akron game, I'm sure there are plenty of tickets available. And if you contact <laughs> the athletic department tomorrow, you could probably have pretty good seats. So and have fun. Enjoy. Bundle up if it's in November. All right. Not, not taking a chance on this one, huh? No. Okay, okay. I will say uh, the total, this intrigues me, 47 and a half at Bet365, 48 at MyBookie, 48 and a half at Pinnacle. I was already thinking the over when I looked at these two teams, and now I'm really thinking the over if I'm getting 47 and a half. So I'm going to put my money on the over 47 and a half in this one. 
Yeah, I wasn't on the total, but I'm going to lean the under just because I don't expect Bowling Green to do hold up their end of the deal. Could be. If Bowling Green does, doesn't get to 20, it's not going to go over. Yeah. I don't think they get there. All right. Next up, Appalach- Appalachian State is going to Miami. Hurricanes minus nine. I just, you know, Appalachian State just has such a special place in my heart just because of all my friends who like that team up north. But in this game, I think this is an overreaction uh, about, you know, Miami getting shellacked by Alabama. But let, let's be real. Everybody gets shellacked by Alabama. It, it's not a re- it's just not who Miami. I think Miami's good. I don't think they're that good, but I think they're better than what they showed against Alabama. The thing that I'm taking away here is Appalachian State is going to field a kid by the name of Chase Bryce. He was the quarterback for Duke last year when Duke played the Hurricanes and got their ass handed to him 48 to nothing. Miami knows how to rebound. They know how to play against teams like Appalachian State. Last time they played Appalachian State, I think it was 2016, 2017. They beat them by six or seven touchdowns. I think the Hurricanes roll again. 20 bucks on the Canes. These are the kind of games that Miami likes to run up the score. They like to get a turnover and go over and get that god-awful turnover chain and parade around the sidelines with that. I, I, I could see where this would be a good play on the on Miami, uh, especially getting less than giving less than 10 points. I haven't seen enough yet this year of Appalachian State. In fact, I haven't seen any of them. Uh, I, I can't make a play on this, but I would lean Miami in. Yeah, I'm leaning Miami in this one too, Panther. I'm with you. I just couldn't quite get there. I'm also leaning the over the over the 54 here, but I don't have a play. I like that over. I think some points will be scored. All right. Next up, we are looking at Missouri. I can find Missouri if I can spell Missouri. Missouri and uh, Kentucky, right? Let's see here. Looks like it was Missouri plus five on the road as they go to Kentucky. Oh, I can get you five and a half. Five and a half if you need it. As I say, I've seen some lines where I'm getting five and a half here. I, I was waiting for you to call them Missouri uh, instead know, of Missouri. Know. <laughs> uh, you know, I I picked Missouri last week. They they won the game, but in typical fashion, didn't cover. Um, let some backdoor points happen there. But Missouri, you know, I go back to last year. It's really all we have to go on is last year. They played average teams really well. They they handled average teams really well. They didn't do well against really good teams, the ranked teams, the A&Ms, the Georgias, the Alabamas. Well, Kentucky's none of those teams. Kentucky is an average team. I think Missouri can handle Kentucky. I'm getting five and a half points. I actually think Missouri can win this game outright, but I'm going to take my five and a half and uh, put my money on the Tigers. Mm. Kentucky's a little better than you give them credit for. I'm going to lean Kentucky in this game, but but no play. I was almost going to bet Missouri. It was so, so close. Five and a half is so tempting. Man, if this can, if we somehow, through some miracle, can get to like six, that might be a real Missouri play, but I'm leaning that way. 56 is the total. I, I kind of like the over here. I still expect Missouri to you know pick it up. And I mean, They scored 34 last week. Eh, they could probably do it again. I don't know if Kentucky can uh, keep it up, though. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. 
To participate, simply fill up an Orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. Next up, we are looking at, looks like I've got California TCU. Uh, this one opened up minus nine and a half. TCU minus 11 and a half now. Yeah, we're looking at Zebra's plays here, so I'm going to let him take the lead here. All right, Zebra. Oh, last week, Cal got off to a quick 14 to nothing start versus Nevada, who I had plus the three and a half, and I was a little bit concerned. But after that first quarter, they mustered only three points and 160 yards of offense. Both of these teams rely heavily on the defense, and as long as there's no turnovers that lead to short fields or, or touchdowns, this game stays under the total of 48. I'm going one unit on under 48 in Cal TCU. It's uh, 47 and a half. Does that scare you off uh, at all? No, it does not. Okay. I'll go under 47 and a half and still for, for that one unit. All right. Yeah, Vegas agrees with him. I didn't have a play in this game. I don't really know too much about either one of these teams. I know Cal hasn't been very good for a few years. But, um, yeah, I, I like – the play on the under so uh, a little moral support for the chubby zebra yeah i'm leaning the under here too i just couldn't quite get there so uh there you go zebra you're all alone so that's a guaranteed win for you all right <laughs> we're looking at texas a&m at colorado a&m minus uh 17 yeah texas a&m was a game both panther and i had our team that we both had as as a sleeper to win the national title at 40 to one, just because of their schedule and how it sets up and the big games are at home. However, this one's on the road. This one's in thin air of uh, Boulder. Haynes King last week uh, took over at quarterback for the Aggies and had a little bit of problem. He threw to the other team, I think three times. Hmm. Uh, Got to get rid of those turnovers. Uh, the key will be Texas A&M's front seven versus the Colorado run attack. Colorado wants to run the ball. Uh, I think the thin air ultimately is going to get to A&M in the long run, and I'm going to take the Buffaloes plus 17 for one unit. All right. A game that I kind of peaked at, um, it actually is not in Boulder. They're playing it at Mile High in Denver, Colorado. Oh, okay. still, still a home crowd for the Buffaloes. But, um, look, if the Aggies are going to be national title contenders, the Aggies need to do to, Buff to the Buffaloes what – the Crimson Tide do to teams like the Hurricanes. They need to go out there and just slap the shit out of them. So uh, I think they can do it, but quarterback question marks just leave a little too much there for me to trust them. I'm still feeling my way around this Jimbo Fisher team. So I'm going to lean the Aggies, but it's basically a no play for me. Yeah, I'm leaning the uh, I'm leaning the Buffaloes here. I had it close. I just couldn't couldn't quite get over the hump on this one either. Uh, I like the over fifty. I still expect Texas A and M to wake up and play some actual offense, but uh, yeah. So I'm gonna lean the I'm no, I'm gonna bet the over in this one. Over fifty. Fifty seems very doable, but um, 
it's just it's still week two. I just don't have enough information on these teams. I need to see more. Okay. Next up, we got North Carolina State, Mississippi State. Oof. This is a this is a close one. It's uh, North Carolina on the road minus one, minus one and a half. Mississippi State's got a very good run defense. Uh, quarterback Will Rogers last week threw for three seventy and three scores. It's a six o'clock start local down there in Stark Vegas. So the locals will have plenty of time to get a little lubricated, and they're going to bring the cowbells. ACC has looked horrible so far. ACC at SEC. I'm on the SEC home team, plus the one point. Give me Mississippi State for a unit. All right, I'll get you one and a half. I'll take it. There you go. Sure, You sure you don't want to just get the negative value and just take them on the money line? Nope. I'm going to take that point and a half, and in case this thing goes to overtime and something crazy happens, I'll, and they lose by one. Uh, I'll take the point and a half. There you go. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't agree. Uh, disagree with Zebra's assessment here. The ACC has looked pretty horrible, and the fact that the line is getting better for the Wolf Pack um, should, you know, make anybody concerned that wanted to go that direction. You always have to be looking at the SEC as the as a favorite at home. Um, I, it's it's going to be a heavy lean. I just didn't pull the trigger, so a lean. On the Bulldogs. Yeah, I'm going to lean uh, NC State in this one minus the point. I think they could, I think they could keep it cl- within the point and a half or win by that much. I, I don't know. I, it's just a lean. But I did like the under in this one. It's 55 and a half. I think this is going to be an underplay. I just I, everything tells me low scoring. So tw- I'm going to put my 20 bucks on the uh, the under here. Yeah, probably low scoring. Um, Bulldogs got good defense, and I don't know that I trust the Wolfpack offense to get into the high 20 so i'll agree with you just a lean though yeah you better not go overtime zebra i'll be really pissed (laughs) (laughs) utah is going to byu uh looks like utah on the road minus seven the holy war this is a game (laughs) that i look forward to each year i mean this is a game that i will stay up saturday night and watch six of the last seven we're talking guys games that involve people that are still in their 20s not 60s and 70s like our 38 and 9 stat from earlier. It's been one score games. BYU, uh, they've got they're they're better than advertised. And last week they they took care of Arizona in the desert. Utah's untested like last week against Weber State. I'm going to take the home team. I'm going to hope they keep it within a score and make it seven of eight. And I'm going to take BYU plus the seven points for a unit. There's some significant line movement on this game. It opened up minus four. It shot up to minus seven uh, for for the Utes of Utah. Um, looks like BYU might be missing their number one wide receiver and possibly their number one defensive back. Uh, that could have jarred the line movement. Uh, that line movement scares me off. I, I really liked BYU at home with the points, but the line movement is three points is a lot from a betting standpoint. So I'm going to lean utah just because of that movement mm, i'm with you zebra step for step i do like byu on this one an awful lot uh, i i i just don't have utah covering the game that much that very, uh, you, you give me seven points in a in a series that six of the last seven have been one score games and they're at home yeah yeah i, I gotta take it yeah i'm jumping on it with you put my 20 bucks on byu plus the points all right we're looking at pittsburgh versus tennessee uh pittsburgh on the road minus three this is kind of the opposite of what I normally do. Normally, I like the points, but in this situation, 
Joe Milton really does little for me at quarterback at Tennessee. Um, Josh Heifel is in a rebuilding program, and just like Rome wasn't built in a day, neither will the volunteers. Pittsburgh's D is very good. Yeah, they're in that ACC that hasn't looked good, but three points, I will I will take the road favorite, mm. believe it or not, and lay the three with the Pitt Panthers, hopefully to give Tennessee one of those losses that I need them to have because I went under the total for their season total. So this could be a double <laughs> – Double good thing or a double bad thing for me, but Pitt minus three for a unit. I love it. He's betting the double fallacy, Panther. Uh, you know, I, I actually completely agree with them. I was when I started looking at the games for this week, the Panthers were one of the teams I really wanted to be on. But the, the more I looked at it, the more that line actually didn't move, which is surprising to me. I really thought it would get worse for Pittsburgh. Um, just kind of scared me off of it. I think Pittsburgh is the play. Um, but I don't know, just something just scared me off of it. So again, moral support for the zebra. All right. Yeah, I'm going to lean Pittsburgh with you guys, but I want to look at the total, the 57. I mean, I know it's climbing. I know it opened at 52 and a half and it's all the way up to 57. So the money likes the over. I think they're wrong. I think that's too high. I want 20 bucks on the under in this game. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, like, like uh, zebra just mentioned, Pittsburgh's defense has kind of been their catalyst. And if, you know, Hypo only put up 38 last week against a horrible Bowling Green team. Um, I mean, this week they're probably looking at 24, 28 if they get there. So, no, I, I completely agree with you. I think it's an underplay. Yeah. Zebra, what do you think? I'm just staying on the side for that one. I'm not touching the total. Not touching the total. All right, you big baby. Iowa, Iowa State's next up. Iowa State at home, minus four and a half against Iowa. You know, they looked so impressive last week. Iowa has owned this series of late. Um, Iowa State struggled last week with Northern Iowa. Iowa's defense looked incredible against Indiana's offense. Two pick sixes. Matt Campbell tends to go very vanilla in the Cyhawk game. Iowa State being favored tells me they are the play, but Mm. not until they prove that they can beat Iowa can I take them in this situation. So just because of that, I'm going to go opposite of what I think I should take, and I'm going to take Iowa plus the four and a half. Love it. Panther? I really just I don't know what to think of these two teams. Um, You know, we we thought the Hoosiers were supposed to be at least – improve but the hawkeyes dominated them so much last week and you can't really take anything away from the cyclones uh outing last week because they played nobody um the fact the line went from four to four and a half suggests that the cyclones are the play but i I agree with zebra i think the hawkeyes are the play i started it off with it a no play i'm going to leave it as a no play so moral support on the hawkeyes Mm, you know what I'm, i'm betting iowa with you Zebra, I like Iowa, plus the points here in this one. Whew, it's, it's, it looks ugly. <laughs> it looks ugly. Uh, man, I don't know if Iowa State's going to win this the game. Thing the thing that scares me about this, the thing that scares me about this is Iowa, yeah, they on the scoreboard they killed Indiana, but there were two pick sixes. They had like the fourth play of the game. They ran for a 50-yard sweep for a touchdown. You get rid of that. That was a 13 to 6 ball game. Iowa's offense isn't really that good. Hopefully their defense is is that good that they will be able to to get us, you know, the four and a half and get us the cover on Saturday. 
that's not my concern. My concern is Northern Iowa. Are they? <laughs> Iowa State did not look great against uh, uh, Northern Northern Iowa, right? Yeah, that's who they played. Yeah, Whew, boy. Ah, uh, yeah. So I want a piece of Iowa for sure. Uh, Forty six is the total. What do you guys think? I was kind of leaning leaning the over here, just because it's going up and up and up. Well, like a zebra's point about the defensive performance against the Hoosiers, I think the Hawkeyes historically re- relied on that defense. So I'm, I'm probably looking at the under here, but uh, I mean, it's definitely a no play. Yeah, I would lean under as well on this. I'm not going to play it, but but if, if I was forced to, I would I, I'd lean the under in the, in the Cyhawk. There you go. We might force you to take some more totals then. I see how that works. All right. Texas is going to Arkansas. Uh, Longhorns are minus seven, but I don't give a shit. The total is 57. And all of a sudden, the Big 12 teams are not scoring like they used to. Well, future SEC teams will be your problem soon enough. I'm going to put 20 bucks on the under 57 here. Uh, the Longhorns are a team that there was my lone win from last week on the games that I picked. Uh, I, I don't know why I'm not on this game. I actually should be on this game. I don't like the Razorbacks at all. I should be on the Longhorns. But for whatever reason, I didn't. I'm a heavy lean on Texas, and I really hadn't looked at the, the total. But I don't trust the Razorbacks to do anything, so I'd probably lean the under. I, I don't have a feel on the side of this game. I think the line's probably about right. I would lean over just because a Big 12 team is involved, and I always take Big 12 overs if I'm making a play. But that's just a lean. I, I lean over in this game, but... No, no action for me. All right. This game caught my interest a lot, so I wanted to take a look at it. South Carolina versus East Carolina. South Carolina is minus two. They opened plus two. I think that's absolutely the play here. So I'm going to put my 20 bucks on South Carolina. Follow the money, man. They crossed the line. Is that a money play or is that an injury play? There's, you know, kind of like that Utah-BYU right, right, game. Right. We got we to look at little factors here. Like South Carolina has been a bad team for – about half a decade now, maybe maybe longer. Um, but I, I don't know what East Carolina brings to the table. I don't know what they've done ever since Skip Holtz left the program. So uh, <laughs> you know, a four points. So look, if it, if it's the money in the public, you know, moving that. If it's the money moving that, then I'm in complete agreement. But if there's injuries or something going on, makes you wonder why East Carolina was the favorite in the first place. I'd want to see what's causing that thing to move. But so moral support. But I don't know anything about either one of these teams. There you go. That game stinks to holy heaven. There's no way I would touch it. All right. There you go. Moving on, since he doesn't want to touch it, we're looking at Florida and USF. Uh, Florida is, let's see, they're minus 29. I don't really care about that. This is a total I want to look at, 58 and a half. I ran these numbers so many times. It just doesn't, I just can't get there. I cannot get to 58 and a half. I'm going to bet the under here in this one. 20 bucks. Ah, that was one of your, that was more like one of your little formula plays here, I think. Um, nah, it's, it's not quite there. It's a little too high. Just a little too high. Yeah, it's a little it's a little high in the fifty nine and a half. Like I mean, really need Florida to put up some points and South Florida to put up some points. I don't know. I I think I I think I like the under here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's just I don't know what to expect from the Gators. They're still, you know, rebuilding with no Kyle Trask, no Kyle Pitts. Um you know, it's that's a, it seems like such a lofty number. I'll lean the under here. I'd, I'd lean under with you. I, I don't have a play on it, but Florida is still trying to find its identity. They lost a ton of talent last mm-hmm. year. 
this is one of those games that that traditionally you could see Florida win in fifty-two to ten. So I'm, I'm not wanting to play it just for the simple fact they might run up the score, but I, I lean under. All right, there you go. I got kind of an agreement there. Georgia Southern versus Florida Atlantic. This is the last one on my list. It looks like everybody in the world is taking Florida Atlantic at home minus the points. Open up minus seven. It's minus six and a half now. Give me Georgia Southern plus seven. They're going to take it to them. I like that play. I also like the over, no, the excuse me, the under here, under 48. It's going to be an ugly, low-scoring game. 20 bucks on the Georgia Southern and 20 bucks on the under. What game are we talking about? Georgia, Georgia Southern, Southern and Florida Atlantic. <laughs> man, what? It, it was highlighted red when I put the numbers in, man. Highlighted red. Got to bet it. Oh, my gosh. Like I, Georgia, is Georgia Southern, is that even a Division One school? Is that a FBS team? I don't, I don't even know who they are. I know who Florida Atlantic is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, have, I know nothing about either one of these teams. I don't even think I can pretend to sound intelligent. So I'll just – like moral support. There you go. Thank you. Georgia Southern's a ball control team. I believe they run the triple option. Something Florida Atlantic's not going to see a lot of. I, I tend to agree with uh, with Arch's plays here. Uh, not willing to jump on oh. it. But I, I do lean uh, both ways with you. I, I I like I like the angle you're taking on this one. Okay. Okay. We've got one last game. The grand finale. Toledo is playing Notre Dame. Notre Dame opened up minus 18 and a half, and now they are minus 17 Sex Panther. Uh, probably a little bit of an overreaction. Probably a little bit of that's a lot of points. Toledo isn't, you know, Bowling Green or Akron. They're not one of the shit teams from the MAC. Um, they're not going to win this game. And there might be some people that will say, hey, they can keep it within 17. But I'll go back on what I saw from Notre Dame on Sunday night. Okay, hey, let's touch on that. It's a short week for the Irish because they did play Sunday night. They lose a day of practice, whatever that's worth. But Jack Cohen, you know, he looked really good out there. He looked poised. Um, He's not flashy. He's not going to do anything to to win games, but he didn't make mistakes. I think the concern for me, twofold for Notre Dame, was that offensive line uh, let the, the Seminole defense get to Cohen four times. He was sacked four times. Notre Dame couldn't run the ball to save their life. Uh, and that defense, uh, there's still some questions to, um, for me on Marcus Freeman and his defensive schemes. Uh, I, I, Florida State really didn't sustain any drives until Milford came in. Um, you know, the other kid didn't do anything. It was flash, right? It was big plays, but couldn't sustain any drives. Notre Dame under Brian Kelly has been susceptible to those big plays. And, and that's where Toledo, if Toledo's going to score, if Toledo's going to make a game of it, they're going to have to make those big plays. I just think it's an overreaction. Notre Dame, despite that score, actually dominated Florida State. They were up by almost three scores. I think they do take care of business against Toledo. And um, so I'm going to bet the Irish minus the 17. I think Notre Dame, once Notre Dame figures out their offensive line, of which they've had some very good, good offensive lines in the past, that offense is going to be very good. Uh, Playing against Toledo this week might be the opportunity for him to get it figured out a little bit. Toledo will score a few points, like you said, because Notre Dame does have the the propensity to give up the big play. I lean over in this game, but I'm not going to play it, but I lean the over, and mm, it's hard to say. I, I, I lean the Irish with you, but I'm not playing. 
No, I'm leaning the over in this one too. 55, it's up from 52 and a half. It looks like an overplay to me. I just couldn't quite get there because I just don't trust Notre Dame, honestly. I'm going to lean Toledo here plus the points. Notre Dame's yeah, got, they got to show me something. I think, you know, just uh, my gut feel is we're probably chasing a touchdown on that total somewhere because I, I can see this game somewhere around 35 to 14, 35, 17. That gets you right around the point spread that they gave us here. You're still chasing four or five, five points. Maybe Notre Dame's offense can get to the 40s. I don't know, but uh, I'll, I'll lean the over, but I really don't. I don't know. All right. That's it. That's all of our lists. That's it. So, uh, Chubby Zebra, any final thoughts on the week? Anything you want to impart to everybody? I, I was a little more confident last week than I was this week. Hopefully the record remains, you know, a couple games over 500 because that is the way you put money in your pocket. I just am not as confident this week as I was last week. Again, this is probably the worst week of the season in terms of football games. This is normally what you get at the beginning of the season. Last week was – was kind of special with all those ranked teams versus ranked teams. Uh, we're back to September football. This is where teams kind of figure themselves out and start getting prepared for conference play, which will really kick off here in a couple weeks. So that's when we're really going to have to be ready to go is late September when it becomes conference games and, and the helmets really start cracking. All right. Panther, take us home. I'll take us home. You know, what's funny is you know, he's talking about the, the this kind of being a weak schedule, but the big game of the day, we never even touched it. And, and I was kind of scared, the Oregon-Ohio State game. Uh, looking forward to watching that game, but I, I really don't know what to expect. But uh, no no uh, Panther parlay. I'm really still trying to find my way. Still trying to find my way with these damn college games. But we did have a KOD, and I feel really good about that KOD. So you guys can die really like it. Air Force going to whack on <laughs> You know, we, we went through all these games, and, and, you know, Zebra was talking about all the big games that there aren't this week, and we didn't talk about the big game, the Oregon-Ohio State game. So uh, that's one I'm looking forward to, but no play for me. But uh, you guys know the deal. You're jumping on the website. You're jumping on the app. You're jumping on Facebook, Twitter, all the places we hang out. And um, you're just going to shoot the shit with us. We'll shoot it back. But most importantly, let us know what you guys did last week, what you're going to do this week. And when it's all said and done, give us all. Make some money, fools! Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.